Welcome to About the Winelands. In this show, we will be chatting to influencers and leaders in the wine industry, winemakers, restaurants, and other businesses. Tune in every Wednesday and Friday for our latest episodes. You will find us on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe so that you do not miss out. Now, to get on with the show. Today, about the story and the history of the Cape Winelands. Now, the Cape Winelands is a region of the Western Cape of South Africa. It's the largest wine-producing region in South Africa, and it's, the, it's divided into six main wine regions, which each of these regions offers its own unique wine route. We've got Constantia, Stellenbosch, Franschhoek, Fall, Robertson, and Wellington. And these are also the most popular wine um, route regions in South Africa. So the story of the winelands is intertwined with the history of Cape Town. From 1652, Cape Town was a Dutch colony, or South Africa was a Dutch colony. It was settled by the Dutch East Indian Company. Um, with the first governor in Cape Town called Jan van Riebeek. And Jan van Riebeek, on the 2nd of February 1659, recorded in his, um, uh, in his diary that he produced the first wine in South Africa. In 1685, the Constantia estate was established on the mountain slopes in a valley facing False Bay uh, by the governor of the Cape at that time, Simon van der Stel. Now, Simon van der Stel is actually legendary because he was um, one of the guys that settled most of the early towns or had a hand in the settling of the most of the early towns in, um, in and around Cape Town and um, in the Winelands. In Constantia, his Vinda Constance soon acquired a very good reputation. But actually, it was a guy called Hendrik Pluto who bought the homestead in 1778 who really made the name of Constantia famous. Um, it became a favorite tipple of um, European kings um, and also emperors like Friedrich the Great and Napoleon. So um, it's really, until today, Constantia wines has a very, very good international reputation. Um, the next region that was established was called Stellenbosch. And Stellenbosch holds the honor of being the most well-known town in South Africa. It was the second settlement settled after Cape Town. And Stellenbosch, because of its history, culture, natural beauty, sport, education, um, Stellenbosch University is well known, and wine. And this has made Stellenbosch resonate around the globe as one of South Africa's premier tourist wine business and um, also education attractions. The city of Stellenbosch um, is a fantastic place to visit. Um, it's a university town, which means that the university campus is intertwined with the town. Um, it's got the natural beauty of uh, mountains um, around the town and, of course, vineyards surrounding the whole place. Just a fantastic place to visit. 
the recorded history of Stellenbosch dates back to 1679, when um, this name was given to a small island on the Easter River by Simon van Estel, um, who I said before was the governor of the Cape at that time. The Easter River, which today still ripples through Stellenbosch, was so named as this happened to be the first um, in Dutch Easter River, where the Dutch settlers came upon after leaving uh, their Cape Town base. After its discovery, Stellenbosch was quickly identified as an area in which to settle with great potential for agriculture. And the surrounding areas prov provide um, rich soil, the correct climate for producing vegetables, and as the guys soon, the farmers soon found out, vines. And um, Stellenbosch soon saw its hills and valleys planted uh, with vines and also, of course, other agricultural crops. Just a quick interruption, but I do need to remind you that we are currently in a very difficult time. The South African government has set up a fund where businesses and individuals can donate to support our country through this crisis. Go to the website now and add your small donation, www.solidarityfund.co.za. Please join us all in the fight against COVID-19. That is at www.solidarityfund.co.za. Now, let's get on with the show. The skilled witness was, was, that was sent to this area uh, produced vines that bore wonderful fruit. And it's proven to even today that Stellenbosch is world-renowned for the quality of its wines. And now vines and vineyards are definitely the areas um, most dominant agricultural feature and like i said stellenbosch is um, a tourist attraction par excellence one of the best in the world and definitely on your bucket list should you ever visit south africa if you're an international tourist or cape town if you're you know a tourist from inside south africa the next area is also a fantastic little town um, it's called the franschuk valley and it was settled over 300 years ago by the French Huguenots. On um, the 3rd of October, 1685, the Dutch East India Company in Amsterdam decided to send French Huguenot refugees for the, to the Cape for settlement. Um, the Huguenots were French Protestants who were members of the Calvinist Reformed Church, um, which was established by, um, in 1550. And from the mid-1500s until the mid-1600s, Huguenots were persecuted in France for their religious belief. Therefore, thousands of Huguenots fled to countries such as Switzerland, Germany, England, America, the Netherlands, Poland, and of course, South Africa. Um, all the places where they could enjoy religious freedom. Um, the Dutch East India Company encouraged Huguenots to immigrate to the Cape because firstly they shared the same religious beliefs they were protestant and also because most huguenots were either highly trained craftsmen or experienced farmers or both and um, in 1688 the first large group of huguenots 180 of them mostly families arrived at the cape on board a ship called the forskwitten and most of them were settled in france hook this is called uh, this is a uh, Dutch for French corner and um, Franschhoek has a, re um, a rich history. 
um, of French. And of course, they brought their vines with them and settled um, fantastic vineyards in that valley. Today, Franshoek is an exceptional little town to visit. Um, it's definitely on a day trip if you're visiting Cape Town or even a place to stay over for a weekend. Quaint little town with hundreds of gift shops, um, restaurants. It's, the, the, it's been noted as one of the culinary, if not the culinary capital of South Africa and definitely on your bucket list. The next area um, is, called, is a place called Paul. Now, the Paul Valley was first colonized in 1687 uh, when land was allocated to 23 families from Stellenbosch. The district was init initially known as Drakenstein after um, the congregation, the church congregation that settled there. Um, the Dutch Reformed Church basically settled in every town in South Africa at that time. Um, but when a village was founded at the foot of Paul Rock in 1690, it was named Paul. And the name comes from uh, when uh, uh, it rained on the granite rocks on the hillside. It glistened like pearls or diamonds. And um, Dutch name for Paul is Paul. As far as the wine industry is concerned, Paul boasts the headquarters of the industry in South Africa. The main cooperative um, is called the Wine Growers Association, KWV. And of course, it has the Paul Wine Route. The KWV is a South African institution that over the years has acquired an international reputation, um, has many achievements, and has had a fantastic imprint on the quality of the industry. Paul, another one, another town on your bucket list if you're visiting South Africa or, or the Western Cape. Fantastic place to visit. Uh, it's also lately become popular for lifestyle estates where people um, come and, visit and, and actually live in the winelands um, and definitely a place to visit. So the tourism industry um, and a real visits to, to, to wine estates didn't really start until the 70s. 1971, the first official wine route was founded by a France Milan of, of Simonse, um, Spatz Sparing of Dalheim, and Neil Hubert of Spear. Um, they started a trend where wine estates invited people to come and taste wine on, on the estates, enjoy it there. They built tasting rooms. This developed into world-class five-star restaurants and, of course, accommodation, spas, and today a wineland experience is uh, fantastic. It's, it's part of a new trend, you know, um, started off as, as wine tourism, has now actually expanded into a new concept called lifestyle tourism, where it's really an experience to visit the winelands. The Cape winelands and the cultural landscape thereof was, were also added to the UNESCO World Heritage Tentative List on June the 24th, 2004. With everything that happened, the wine routes being formed in 1971 um, and all the development taking place, um, and also after um, South Africa really became free in 1994 and were accepted into and embraced by the world, tourism in the Western Cape exploded. And like I said, in recent years, no visit to South Africa is complete without a wineland's experience. 
South African wineland itself has expanded and now includes the Breda River Valley, the Klein Karoo, and the Olifants River. It also includes the otherwise southern districts of Botterfield, Cape Gallas, Uferberg, with uh, towns like Armanus, um, the Yumelin Arde Valley. I just recently spoke to a very interesting um, uh, owner of a very interesting estate there called Seven Springs. Uh, go listen to that podcast if you have the time. Uh, Plittenberg Bay, Walker Bay, and the wards of Cedarburg, Sierras, Herbertsdale, Prince Albert Valley, Reiterbos, and Swartberg. So as you can see, the South African winelands are now, you know, um, an expansive territory and definitely, like I said, should be on your bucket list. So all I can say after all of this, short history, but um, one that can't really be told unless you experience the place, the people, and the wine. So please come visit us in the winelands. Thank you for supporting our show. If you would like to get more exposure for your business, please have a look at our sponsorship options. Thanks again for supporting About the Winelands. Please follow us on YouTube and on our social media channels. All details and links are in the description.